Meseches Tainus, Perek Dalid, Mishneh Gimel. The Anshe HaMaimed Hayu Misanin. And the individuals involved in the Ma'amed would fast. All of the members of the Ma'amed would fast, both those that were in Yerushalayim and those that were in their own cities. Arba'a yamim ba'shavua, miyom sheni v'yad yom chamishi, four days of the week, from Monday through Thursday, uh, that they would fast, not continuously the entire um, group of days, but rather on each day from morning until nighttime, and they would eat at night. But they would not fast on Erev Shabbos, uh, in order to give honor to Shabbos. And they wouldn't fast on Sunday, so that they would not have such a stark transition from a day of minucha, of rest and oneg and enjoyment, to a day of fasting and, and, and toil, via Mosu and they would metaphorically die, they would faint. In other words, they can't you can't have such a drastic transition. The uh Anshe Maimud would have a Kriya Torah, as we mentioned in an earlier Mishnah, and that Kriya Torah came from the Psukim of Briasa Olam. It's important to understand some background in order to understand the rest of this Mishnah that whenever one reads the Torah, so one is required to call up a Kohen Elevian Israel and each Ole must have at least three psukim associated with them. So says the Mishnah, Bayoma Rishon on Sunday, Bereshis Yehirakia. They would read from Bereshis uh, to Yehirakia, and on that day, the Kohen would read the first three psukim, and the Levi would repeat that third pasuk, the last pasuk of the Kohen's Aliyah, and continue to the end of that piece, and the Yisrael would then read the Yom Sheni, the second day's uh, portion. And that's basically what happened every single day in order to allow uh, for enough psukim to be ascribed to the different olim who were being called up to the Torah. Basheni, on Monday, they would read from Yehira to Yikavu Amayim. So the Kohen would read uh, the the part of Yom Sheni, which only has three psukim, and the um, the day of Yom Shlishi that has five psukim would be split between the Levi and the Yisrael. And again, the third pasuk of the Levi would become the first pasuk of the Yisraels, and so that's how two Olim would split five psukim. Bashlishi on Tuesday, Yikavu Amayim v'yima Oros. They'd read from Yikavu Amayim to Yima Oros, which is the third and the fourth day. Baravi on the fourth day, Yima Oros v'yishutu Amayim. They would read the, the fourth and fifth days. Bachamishi and on Thursday, they would read Yishutu Amayim v'sotzei Oretz, which is the fifth and the sixth day. Bashishi on Friday, Totzei Oretz v'yichulu Hashemayim. They would read the sixth day and Shabbos. Prashu Gedola Korin Osob Bishnayim Vakatana Biyachid. And and here the Mishnah is just elucidating how it would work that we explained before that a long section could be read by two people and a short one could be read uh, by one person. Bashachris Uvamosof. Both the Anshe Maimed who were in in their cities would read the Torah both after Shachris and again uh, after Mosof. And the Mefarshim say that those who were in the Mikdash itself were very occupied in dealing with the wood and the water for the Musaf, uh carbon itself, and so they did not uh, have any sort of special tefillos or kriyas atorov. And in Mincha, they would enter the shul and read 
the psukim by heart. Kekorin is a Shema, like we read the Shema. So says the Mishnah, Erev Shabbos b'mincha, they would not require them to come in. They covered a Shabbos, so that on Friday afternoon the Anshei Maimed had opportunity uh, to prepare themselves properly for Shabbos. Says the Mishnah in Mishnah Dalid, any day where we recite Halel, there is no Mamid procedure at Shachris. So, for example, let's say we have a day where Halel is recited, but there are no additional Karbonos like Chanukah. So the Anshim Ambed in Yerushalayim would leave out the sections from Bereshis at Shachris uh, because those were replaced with the recitation of Hallel. In other words, Hallel was such a, a uh, extraordinary expression of Odara Kadosh Baruch Hu, it would transcend and eclipse any requirement to go ahead and, and to have this Kriya Torah. Karban Musaf ein boba ne'ilo. Whenever there was a Karban Musaf, there was no Mamud uh, at ne'ilo. For example, uh, Rosh Chodesh, where there were additional Karbanos, uh, there was no Mamud at Musaf or ne'ilo because, again, of the additional responsibilities that were required in order to serve the Musaf uh, Karban. Karban Eitzim ein boba mincha divi Rabbi Akiva. Whenever there was a Karban Eitzim, which we're going to discuss, um, there was no Mamad at Mincha. That was the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. And we're going to discuss that different families had the kavod of contributing the firewood that was needed for the Mizbeach at different times of the year. And they would bring Karbonos and they would have a, a, a celebratory Chag for their family on that particular day. Amrulo ben Azai, Kachayo Rabbi Yoshua Shoner. This is how Rabbi Yoshua would learn. Karban Musaf Ein Boba Mincha, that whenever there's a Karban Musaf, there is no Mamad at uh, Mincha, because Rishua held that the avoda that was required by the Musaf was not sufficient to require omitting the Ne'ilah Mamad. However, Karban Eitzim Ein Boba Ne'ilah. But whenever there was a Karban Eitzim, there was no Mamad at Ne'ilah as well. Since that had a status of a Chag, um, and we were concerned that it wouldn't be treated seriously enough, so certain safeguards were put in uh, in order to ensure that it was it was taken seriously. Chazer Rabbi Akiva Leos Shonik Ben Azai. Rabbi Akiva eventually retracted uh, to agree with Ben Azai.